It's time to get rolling with the morning chores. Scott with you this first day of summer. Well, summer hasn't quite started yet. Apparently, it's going to officially reach this region at 1045 a.m. today. And we'll have that, what some of us call the longest day of the year. And the wise guys will be quick to say, no, it still has 24 hours. Well, we'll modify that and say, how about the longest stretch of sunlight of the year? Sunrise this morning at 520 and expected to set in this neck of the woods at 8.55 p.m., so it's going to be a nice long stretch of sunshine today. 61 degrees this morning here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 60, Marshfield 58, Green Bay 52, Rice Lake 61, Wausau 56, Madison 55, Milwaukee has 56, and down on Iman Ridge, my lovely weather reporter says it's 60 degrees. We have a lot to get to today. We'll be right back. I'm Jim. For just one ninety nine a month, twenty four month lease, ten thousand five hundred miles per year, zero security deposit. This one ninety nine a month lease offer ends June thirtieth, twenty nineteen. We've got a great selection of new two thousand nineteen F one fifties. If you don't see the truck color or options you're looking for, I'll get it for you. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, we give everyone our lowest price, so you never have to worry if you paid too much or if you paid more than your neighbor. Come on in. The all-new Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane. Across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94 and Highway 93. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Sixty-one degrees here in Eau Claire. As I said, the first full day of summer starting up here at arriving. The solstice hits us at 10:45 a.m. in this neck of the woods. As I said, 61 in Eau Claire. Lacrosse has 60, Marshfield 58, Green Bay is at 52, Rice Lake 61, Wausau has 56, Madison's at 55, Milwaukee at 56, and down on Iman Ridge, my lovely weather reporter says it's 60. We'll have rain off to the west in Minnesota today, but uh, that's expected again to not arrive in our area today. It should dry up, and we'll hear Monica talk about that when she comes in later this morning from Skywarn 13 and uh, we might uh, not have rain for the first day of summer but there still are chances for some weekend showers today we're looking at a high of 77 and a low of 58 tomorrow a high of 75 and a low of 62 and Saturday a high of 77 and a low of 61 it's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's have a listen to some of the world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. It's being reported that President Trump approved military strikes against Iran but called them off at the last minute. 
According to the New York Times, the operation in retaliation for shooting down a U.S. drone was already in the early stages when Trump pulled back. The Times says Trump gave the word to stand down as planes were in the air and ships in firing position. The strikes were set to target Iranian radar sites and missile batteries. Shocking testimony in San Diego Thursday at the trial of decorated Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. Cliff Albert reports. A prosecution witness who was granted immunity testified that he was the one who actually killed an injured teenage ISIS fighter in Iraq in 2017. Navy SEAL Corey Scott testified that Special Operations Chief Eddie Gallagher stabbed the injured teen in the neck, but then he suffocated the ISIS fighter because he says he knew the teen was going to die. Scott said he didn't want the teen, who prosecutors estimate was 15 years old, turned over to Iraqi forces because he had previously seen them torture, rape, and murder prisoners. Gallagher has pleaded not guilty to murder but attempted murder charges. His lawyer says Gallagher is the victim of lies in a smear campaign by other Navy SEALs. Cliff Albert, NBC News Radio. A Navy spokesman says a group of senators were given a classified briefing on UFOs Wednesday. The briefing covered a series of encounters the Navy has reported with unidentified aircraft. The Navy issued new guidelines in April for pilots to report unexplained encounters. A spokeswoman for Virginia Democratic Senator Mark Warren said that if flight hazards are putting our pilots at risk, the senator needs to know whether it's weather balloons, little green men, or something else. And if you work long hours, new research shows you probably have a higher risk of a stroke. Dr. Alexis Descantha, who authored this study in the American Heart Association journal Stroke, says it found greater stroke risks in people who worked 10 hours a day for at least 50 days a year. The doctor noted that, ironically, health care providers are among the most guilty of working excessive hours. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Hi, I'm fitness expert Jay Cardiello with a workout tip from GNC. Before you start your workout, Drink some water and stay hydrated and keep your energy level up. Hungry? Have a small snack like a slice of toast with almond butter. And be sure you're wearing the right gear for peak mobility and flexibility. From daily wellness solutions to sports performance, weight management to beauty, GNC offers a number of products to help you reach your personal goals. All with 100% satisfaction and price match guarantees. GNC. Live well. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise. Who's there even when times are hardest. Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. You're free to have fun during the 100th Annual Colfax Fair starting on Thursday, June 20th. Fireworks on Thursday and Friday evenings at 10. A trivia contest, a beanbag tournament, and a snake discovery. Of course, you can't miss entertainment in the beer garden all weekend long, too. The entire weekend features fabulous fair food, a petting zoo, and FFA and 4-H exhibits with animals. On Friday evening, music from the live band Probable Cause. Then it's country night on Saturday night with the Marshall Star Band. Celebrating 100 years at the Colfax Fairgrounds on East Railroad avenue we have the chores are rolling here at wax 104.5 yeah that colfax fair i was up there yesterday for a little while to do an interview with the local 4-h club and what a fair that is uh Great animals, great crafts and arts and everything else everything you'd hope for in a small community's fair and 100 years of it, that's quite an achievement to keep something like that going for 100 years. Let's have a look at the morning markets on the livestock side of the thing. The cash, 
cash livestock cash livestock sales are going with fed beef steers at 107 to 116 with mixed selling 109 to what I'm sorry 90 to 109 fed beef heifers at a dollar to a dollar 15 with mixed selling 90 to a dollar Fed Holstein steers are at 84 to 90 and three quarters, with select and choice 60 to 83 and three quarters. Cows are selling for 42 to 50, with the top selling at 68. Bulls are 65 to 91. Butcher hogs are 52 and down, with sows 32 to 36, and boars 12 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are selling for 130 to 145, and feeder lambs are at a dollar to a dollar and a half. On the livestock future side, live cattle for June are at 108.17. That's down 32 cents. August 103.95, down 60. October 105.57, down 52. December at seven at 109.72, down 62. Feeder cattle for August are at 134.70. That's down a dollar 82. September 135.37. That's down 162. October 135.82, that's down 160. November 136.20, down 162. And January 134.50, also down at 155. Lean hogs for July are at 79.25, down 237. August at $80.90, are down 210. October at 75. 72 are down a dollar 72 and December at 7530 are down a dollar 15 a first look at the dairy markets cheese closed yesterday with barrels at dollar 72 that's up 3 40 pound blocks at 182 are up uh are the, rather 182 and a quarter are up two and a quarter and grade double a butter at 238 and 3 quarters are up is up one and one quarter. The class three dairy futures. June is at sixteen twenty nine. That's up one. July at seventeen eleven. Up sixteen. August seventeen thirty eight. Up fifteen. September seventeen fifty three. Up ten. And those prices look to be up through December. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Enrolling at Marshfield Clinic Health System, Marshfield, Wausau, and Chippewa Falls. Remembering Care. 
If you test drive a new 2019 Ford F-150 truck, I promise you'll see why more truck owners are switching and driving Ford F-150s. Now through June 30th, 2019, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 STX for only $199 a month. Plus, you get your choice of a free tonneau cover or a spray and bed liner. I'm Kina. And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Lease a new 2019 509 a.m. as we continue with the morning chores, a look at some of the farm news. Milk's Nutrition received a nod yesterday from the Wisconsin legislature. Legislators voted to approve a joint resolution saying they support. and supply. Red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot means up to 40% off appliance special buys. Plus up to 600 bucks in extra savings instantly on select appliances. That means you can get a top-load Whirlpool washer and electric dryer pair, just $4.98 each. No rebate, no hassle, no kidding. Today is the day for doing. Red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, Waspa's last, gas dryer extra. See store for details, valid through July 10th. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Five ten a.m. Scott with you doing the morning chores, and this time I promise I'll finish that thought before I get cut off by another ad. Um, the morning news: Milk's Nutrition received a nod yesterday from the Wisconsin legislature. Legislators voted to approve a joint resolution saying they support the increased consumption of milk, including flavored whole milk, among children. In the resolution, they pointed to the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act of 2019, which was introduced in Congress in January to promote opening nutrition programs to allowing all milk up to and including flavored whole milk into food programs, including school lunch programs. The Hungry Healthy Kids Act of 2010 had limited federal nutrition programs from offering milk such as whole and flavored whole milk to children. The U.S. Department of Agriculture in 2017 offered school lunch program waivers to allow the programs to offer 1% flavored milk. The legislature's resolution says children should be offered always to benefit from milk's nutrition, citing children's declining consumption of milk and financial difficulties facing dairy farmers. And on the subject of financing, or uh, facing financial difficulties on dairy farms. I ran into uh, U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin yesterday, caught up with her, and she's uh, been a supporter, of course, of the dairy market or dairy margin coverage program, which was included in the 2018 Farm Bill, and uh, for which sign-up got underway this past Monday. And she talked to me a little bit about her thoughts on that program and where it's going and its importance. 
early um, analysis has shown that these improvements contained in the dairy margin coverage program would um, uh, provide uh, significant benefits, um, and uh, those are uh, very likely to exceed any premiums uh, paid if conditions uh, continue the way they are. Um, so we think it's a much better um, uh, and more meaningful program. And farmers can enroll in more than one risk uh, management program. So uh, now, then this is sort of new this year, that uh, they can enroll in dairy margin coverage as well as the livestock gross margin program or other dairy insurance products all at the same time. Yeah, it, we're going to have to emphasize, I think, that this is going to be a sit-down process with your FSA folks because there are new things and new twists to pick up in this program. There are, and this should be, uh, while, while uh, new twists, um, they should all be good ones um, in terms of uh, helping uh, the, the farmers, uh, be, you know, weather this really, really difficult time where uh, just a, a confluence of challenges face them. Um, we've lost far too many uh, dairy farms uh, already in our state, and it's uh, hit uh, small and medium-sized farms uh, particularly uh, uh, harshly. Um, and a number of the improvements uh, in risk management tools are uh, specifically focused on the smaller uh, operations, those who have survived this far. That's U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin talking about that new dairy program. If you're a dairy farmer, it behooves you to get over to that Farm Service Agency office and sit down and get things figured out for a sign-up for that program. I hope to have more from U.S. Senator Baldwin on Monday's show. Spring into action now. Enjoy your online time again with fast, affordable, high-speed Internet service through Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite and Viasat. Pick your speed up to 12 millibytes per second, 25 millibytes per second, or 30 millibytes per second download speeds. Unlimited data, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three months. Contact Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544. Depending on the specific unlimited data service plan available at your location, after you use the following amount of data, your data may be prioritized between other customers during network congestion. Seven ninety five service fee additional. See store for complete details. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Direct mail that's on target. Staples Direct Mail Service can help you design your direct mail and open the door to new customers. Bring in your own mailing list or we'll help you build one based on location or demographics. We can handle everything from prep to delivery. And now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. Direct mail, banners, presentations, and more. Staples, there's a whole lot in store. And 622.19 in-store only. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com slash 20 back for details. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future for you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. degrees here at the Wax Studio as we continue with these morning chores. Hey, have you ever had a gut feeling that you should be doing something? Did the soil call you and uh, say, you should be doing this, you should be 
You should be here on the farm. You should be milking cows. Well, a fellow I know down by York, Brian Larson, had that gut feeling, and uh, the gut feeling took him to the point where he said, I'm going to get back into dairy farming uh, here at our family farm. Brian told me that it came down to flipping coins at one point, whether he should do it or not, whether he should put cows back in that family barn. And he first told his fiance, I'll do three out of five times with a coin. If I get three out of five tails, I'll put cows back in the barn. And he flipped that coin, his whole family confirmed it, 12 straight times he hit tails. So that was maybe a message. Here's more about that story. You know, we were talking yesterday about uh, a dairy program that hopefully is going to give some of our Wisconsin farm operators a little bit of hope. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And, you know, we focus in a lot of attention trying to tell you about the upside of Wisconsin agriculture. We're kind of the glass half full folks. And believe me, when you're looking at all the farms that have exited Wisconsin's dairy industry, that story, Bob's not always so easy to tell. It's not easy to tell, and it's not easy to hear either when you're in America's Dairyland and you see what's happening to our family farms. But every once in a while, someone bucks that trend, and that's just exactly what Brian Larson is doing down in the Jackson County area. Brian moved off the farm a few years ago to uh, seek his fortune in the city, so to speak, and his dad, Ron, and mother, Deb, stayed on the farm. Well, Ron got sick and sold the dairy herd, uh, oh, probably six or seven years ago now, and uh, then he passed away. And Brian promised him, promised his dad he'd come back and harvest the corn and soybean crop that year. Well, he eventually came back and moved back onto the farm, but he sensed something was missing. It was the dairy herd. So he is, unlike many farmers, bringing cows back onto the dairy farm. Our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to Brian about that decision, what drove that gut decision, as Brian called it, but more importantly, how that decision was received by lenders around the country. Well, I don't know if it was one specific moment or thought, but I came back to the farm in 20, last year, 2018, in the spring, um, and bought into the, the operation of the crop enterprise, uh, doing cash cropping, and started doing some grass-fed beef, rotational grazing, and selling some of that. And I remember, you know, I come to the farm every single day, and I was walking. I, I go in there, the dairy barn every day, and there was kind of a, a few times where it was just this, like, like inner feeling of, you should do dairy again. And it was when that thought or that voice went through my head, it was like, you know, you're nuts, you're crazy. Why would you even think about doing something like that? Because it was all, all growing up or after college, I forever always said that there's no way I would ever come back and actually do milk cows, you know, do the dairy. And it, it, it persisted for months. And so it's been for about the last year that consistently it's on my mind that I, I need to do this or I should do it, and I've tried to suppress it for a long time. And I just reached out to people and, you know, visited other dairy farmers. And then the kind of the logic part of the, the brain, too, was really kind of thinking that, that this might be an actual good business opportunity, too, to 
have the opportunity to buy in at low cattle prices. So it was uh, really just taking a, a leap of faith of trusting my gut and trusting these the direction and guidance that I was actually feeling and then, you know, going crunching the numbers, making sure that, hey, can I make this feasible financially with this infrastructure that we currently have here? And uh, am I, can I get the financing? So and we, I got that into place just a few days ago. And so now the real work's going to be starting pretty soon. A little history, if you would. Your father, Ron Larson, this is, you're the third generation on this farm now, correct? Correct. And your father, Ron, um, was taken by cancer three years ago now. And while he was sick, he sold his cows. The fall of 2014, during the kind of the peak, if you look back at the dairy industry. And right before that, you had gotten out of college and... Farming might not have been in your plans at all. I think you'd headed to Colorado and living in Denver doing uh, uh, fitness and, and personal training. And then uh, it happened with your father. Tell me about the promise you made to your dad uh, the fall that he went. Yeah. Um, so it was the year prior to when he passed away, 2015, he uh, was really sick from the cancer, and he had put in, at that time, he had about nine, I think about 900 acres, and it was just before soybean harvest that he was admitted into the hospital for treatment, and he physically could not do the harvest for at least the soybeans. So I, at that time, was living down in Milwaukee, and I, I came back to do the soybean harvest while he was in the hospital and sick. And really that was the first time where I had that really kind of what I call awakening that this might be the direction that I need to be heading in life because I came back and it was the first time in a long time that I felt truly alive within, you know, I was out there in the combine. I just remember thinking this is, this is perfect. You know, this is, a, this is where I'm meant to be right now in this moment. So but then my dad, he got better. He came back and he finished the, the corn part of the, the harvest. And uh, I went back to my life, um, kind of stuck around a little bit longer, helping him out until he got, you know, physically able to do it again. And then I actually moved to Denver that, that next year, um, lived out there until that fall. Again, he planted, it was about a thousand acres this time. And literally probably two days or a week before soybean harvest started again, he passed. And I was holding his hand as he was literally taking his last breath. And I, just before that, I had mentioned to him, I whispered in his ear and I said, don't worry, Dad, that I'll take care of the farm. I'll take care of the, take care of your acres. And so it was that, that, that big, um, not necessarily the responsibility, but, you know, promise that I made to him that really drove me, that made me actually, looking back at that, that harvest for thousands of acres, it was like I was on a high the whole time, you know, it was, it really meant something to me, but then also during that whole time, as up in that cab, you have a lot of time to reflect. I was reflecting just on you know how I felt when I was doing it, and again, it was just this this true feeling of there's really no words to put in it, but it just felt right, and you know it, I wanted to explore that further. But then there was also, you know, the part of me that everybody else sees it, you know, it's, it's in the media, it's in the news, all you hear about is farmers failing. So it was that, that logic part of my brain is like, you know, that's, you know, opportunity business-wise might not be the smartest thing in the world. So what, why would you want to come back here and struggle for years and years and years when, you know, I was, I was doing well, doing what I was doing, living over in Denver. 
Um, so in 2017, we decided to continue the farm operation, and um, we I went under my mom as far as the finances go for getting the crops in the ground, but I did all the planting, flew back to Denver, lived there over the summer, came back in the fall and did all the harvesting, and again, that 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 harvest was total confirmation that this is what I want to do. And uh, I also had the support of my fiance who lived in Chicago to actually come back and live here in the small town of York, Wisconsin. So that was a huge part for me too. You have that support um, from someone that you, that you love and you see you're going to have a family with to come back here was huge. So that was the turning point of knowing that, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this and uh, coming back to, to farm here. Now, that commitment at that time was to the soil. You were doing cash cropping, right. and you did, you, you've been exploring on some other soil health issues and, and doing some interesting cover crops. Mm-hmm. You've, you've done some different things than uh, the past generations on the farm have done. That's where I, I think a little bit of, that I took from my previous experience. You know, in college, I went for uh, human performance to study nutrition and then for 10 years of my life, that was that was my life, was nutrition, health, and fitness. And so I was on the other side of the spectrum of the the industry of the end consumer, you know, and working with the people that are consuming the, the food that the farmers are producing. And I really, really took hold to people, the, the movement of the regenerative agriculture, really talking about, you know, the correlation between our human health and the health of our soil. And for the longest time, I, that even went over my head. You know, I was, I just looked at nutrition. Okay, what are the numbers? What's the calories, the fat and proteins? And then understand, okay, the root of everything, everything that a person consumes starts with the soil. And so finding that, those pioneers that, you know, like guys like Gabe Brown that, that talk about that and researching and studying that, it was just like, okay, this makes total sense. And so I brought some of those things back to the farm here and really started to try to you know, do things differently in regards of improving the overall health of the soil, trying to eliminate some of the use of the chemicals and synthetic fertilizers, keeping living roots in the farm or, or cover crops and living roots in the ground as as long as possible during the year to really improve that, to make it a little bit more sustainable and not so dependent on spending money on inputs. While you were working on that project, uh, some of the infrastructure, the dairy infrastructure, you had to make decisions with with your mom, and you had some gut feelings about that. Yeah, again, we're uh, <clears throat> we're discussing this as uh, just last spring. My mother sold the all the haying equipment, so sold the disc mine, sold our chopper, all the boxes. Um, the merger was gone, and then she also she had somebody call and ask about the bulk tank. I remember her asking me, you know, is, is it okay if I or should I sell the bulk tank and immediate feeling that I had was just hold on just in case but then it was right after that so again it's like okay no that's you're crazy you're you'll never you would never do do dairy again so you know those those moments in life you kind of look back and you you kind of see one side of you that what you know is your gut feeling or your heart some people will talk about and a lot of times our mind will try to rationalize and suppress that. And looking back, it's been doing that to me for, for quite, a, quite a while. And so I'm, I'm actually trying to actually follow what people would call your gut instinct or your heart, too, right now. Bankers don't always go on gut instinct. Did you get some cross-eyed looks kind of when you walk into a place and say, hey, I'd like to uh, 
get going with some cattle. And by the way, how many? Uh, what what are you going to be milking to start with? Yeah. Um, the whole, so there's yeah there's the the heart and the gut and seeing we talk about, but there is the the financial side, and so that that huge part the fi- the finance part is something that I took to as well once I realized that this is a route that I wanted to go. So like I was talking about is is at that time does do things pencil out. And I think what makes this a little bit unique is being able to utilize the what we have here at the farm. So if I was going to do this dairy, I told myself I'm not going to invest a million dollars in a new freestyle barn or parlor and, and really pigeonhole myself into having to recoup that over the next 20 years. I wanted also an easy out if these markets continue to go south. So our plan is I'm going to be renting the dairy barn from my mom, these facilities, and so the majority of my investment and capital is going to be directed towards strictly milk cows Mm -hmm. and the little bit of hay equipment that I had to buy back. So to protect me on the side that, you know, things continue to go south and south that I have that, have that out. So the plan is to, to fill the barn. If we can, it's 85 cow tie stall. Things go well. Do you have plans for growth to make things a little bit more efficient? Do possibly the freestall stuff in the parlor going forward, but really kind of stay safe and conservative at the beginning here. And the feeding system. You might mix things up a little bit where feeding is concerned. Yeah, that's still still in the works. Really figuring out the whole the system I'll be using. Um, probably to start with is going to be the conventional putting up the feed, just because you know that's what I know. And to be safe right away, that's kind of the direction I'll go. But like I mentioned, I just started doing some grass-fed beef, so I, I've been getting my feet wet in the rotational grazing. Um, and the dairy side of that is a little bit more. You don't have as much room for error there because what that cattle eats is going to be directly correlated to their production each day. So I need to hone my skill more in that regards, but I do, I, I have come across what is called, they call the hybrid grazing system for dairy. So you'll, you'll do the summer rotational grazing and then put up feed for stuff in the winter. And a lot of that makes sense to me too, because I can continue to build soil health in regards there, lower cost, lower labor expenses and stuff like that. So those are those are options that I'll be exploring down the road here. And how about finding a market? Are you locked in with a place for milk yet, or are you still on the search for that? I actually am, yeah, because that, that, that was one thing, too. That was probably number two after I decided that is this something I'm going to do is a lot of people were like, well, do you have a place for your milk? And for me, being out of this industry for so many years, I was like, well, I didn't even know that was a thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, okay, so you got to actually find somebody. So um, I will be actually shipping our milk to Lynn Dairy. We has made a commitment to be able to, to get our milk to start with. Yeah. You have a new family here, and you're going to be jumping into the barn with you. And I, I've known your mom personally for a little bit and know that she wasn't uh, shy about getting uh, out into the barn and doing some chores. There. Who's all going to be doing the milking? Yeah, that's uh, my mom was a, a trooper. She milked morning and night for most of the time growing up. She was the essentially the the main milker. So, but she's claims that she's retired. Um, I've asked her if she'll be able to do some emergency milkings. You know, so days that you got the you're putting up first or second crop or in the fall of harvest. But I have a a, a younger kid, Montana Mish, that's working been working with me for last year. So I have some some help that will be, you know, in line and be able to do some of the milkings with me as well. So, It's 
Brian Larson jumping back in with both feet into milking cows in the dairy industry. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. When farming, prices fluctuate, whether it is feed, milk, or livestock prices. Hi, this is Michelle from Tureen Livestock Market in Thorpe. One thing that is consistent, we at Tureen Livestock Market will work to get the best prices for your livestock. We're not a cooperative. We're family-owned and operated. Our sales are every Monday and Wednesday, and we're conveniently located one and a half miles north of Thorpe on Highway 73. Give us a call at 715-669-7127. Because at Tureen Livestock Market, we're always striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. 5.32 a.m. as we continue with the morning chores, let's have a look at some of the local and state news. As Wisconsin gets ready for the 2020 race for president, the city of Eau Claire says it's waiting to be paid from the 2016 campaign. Eau Claire Finance Director Jade Winsens said the Trump and Clinton campaigns owe the city about $55,000. Most of that's the cost to provide extra police protection, but Winsens says he isn't holding his breath. He said he, they spent the campaigns, or they sent the campaigns a bill, but he doubts whether the city will ever be paid. Top Republicans in the state capitol are changing their state budget plans to keep their own party members from voting no. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and State Majority Leader, or Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald yesterday said they expect to make some tweaks to the $40 billion a year state biennial budget that they want to send to the governor. Two Republicans, State Senator Steve Nass and David Craig, already said they won't vote for the budget because it spends too much. Two other Republicans, Dewey Strobel and Chris Kapenga, are either reluctant to vote or silent about the spending plan. If all four vote no, the Republican plan wouldn't pass. Senate, uh, Senator Tammy Baldwin is calling it a big win for Wisconsin's Northwoods. Baldwin said the news that Blackwell Job Corps Center will remain open is huge for the economy of the region. The center had been scheduled for closure with other civilian conservation centers within the U.S. Forest Service. The Trump administration announced yesterday its plan to withdraw the termination of the program, which has provided job training for the disadvantaged young people for the past 55 years. Well, it's the first day of summer. I wonder whether the weather's going to be nice and smiley and warm when that solstice hits us at 10.45 a.m. Maybe Monica over at Skywarn 13 can tell us whether that's the truth. Well, Scott, I don't know that we'll have a completely clear sky, but we will have some sun mixing with clouds uh, just before 11 a.m. to usher in the new season. And today does look now mainly dry. And this has been the case for the forecast yesterday and today looking so ominous. But with each model run, the rain just kind of fizzles out. And we've been watching that happen even on the radar overnight and into this morning as well. There are still a few showers showing up, but not all of that reaching the ground. And today is 
highs will be in the upper 70s, just a hair below average. So all in all, a pretty nice day. And then into the weekend, there will be some scattered storms, but not a washout. That all gets started tonight with a low of 58. Tomorrow, off and on rain throughout the day, but again, not a complete uh, gully washer. 75 for a high, 77 on Sunday with a few more showers and storms. And that unsettled pattern is going to stick around into next week, but it will also be getting warmer back in the 80s by Tuesday, Wednesday. Right now in Eau Claire, 60 degrees. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Thank you, Monica. And people like me, when you get to my age, you, you unsettled doesn't bother you too much, but yeah. <laughs> it would be nice if the rain held off. Yep, I know. Well, hopefully today. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Monica. Monica Ott over at Skywarn 13. If you test drive a new 2019 Ford F-150 truck, I promise you'll see why more truck owners are switching and driving Ford F-150s. Now through June 30th, 2019, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 STX for only $1.99 a month. Plus, you get your choice of a free tunnel cover or a spray and bed liner. I'm Kina. And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 STX for just $1.99 a month, 24-month lease. $10,500 miles per year, zero security deposit. This $1.99 a month lease offer ends June 30th, 2019. We've got a great selection of new 2019 F-150s. If you don't see the truck color or options you're looking for, I'll get it for you. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, we give everyone our lowest price. So you never have to worry if you paid too much or if you paid more than your neighbor. Come on in. The all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94 and Highway 93. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Chippewa Valley HelpWanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Good news, I recruited a new head of sales. Dave, we talked about this. You need to run all applicants by HR first. Ah, you already know her. Anexa, say hello to... Hello, I am Anexa. The weather outside is cloudy. No, Anexa, no one asked about the weather. She loves talking about the weather. She must be nervous it's her first day on the job. Um, she's a machine. And Dave, a virtual assistant can't run an entire sales department. Oh, really? Anexa, say hello to the head of HR, Lisa. Hello, Teresa. No, my name is Lisa. Searching for pizza places in your area. And the best part, she doesn't need health insurance. <laughs> Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at ChippewaValleyHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Continuing the Wax 104.5 Morning Chores at 5.39 a.m. Scott with you. Let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear Mark Koger's report from yesterday's sale. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald from over at the Stratford market. Choice beef steers and heifers here on Thursday. Selling from 90 to a dollar to high-yielding choice. And prime Holstein steers, 84 to 88. Choice Holstein steers, 80 to 84. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 80 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on 
Thursday selling from 52 to 58. We topped at 60, 60% of cows selling 40 to 52 with 20% of cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 65 to 75. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up here on Thursday selling from 20 to $70 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from 100 to $200 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling $20 per head and down. Quick reminder, special future sale here on Friday the 21st. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now, this is Mark Koger from Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you for filling us in with that information, Mark. And on the line, I have Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Market. No baseball last night, huh, Jerry? Well, good morning to you, Scott. Um, well, they had something down there in Miller Park. I don't think you call it baseball or not, but anyway, <laughs> on a nice, uh, nice summer evening or early. Well, last day of last day of spring yesterday, I guess. So, uh, no use wasting a good night's sleep. And uh, I tell you, they got to get their stuff together, or they're going to be. This, that division is very close, and I mean the Reds are really coming on and. Uh, uh, a week from now, we could be talking in, well, uh, Milwaukee could be uh, sort of in a bad position, which they're already in now, I think. Okay, here's my deal. They call these people the boys of summer. So oh. today is the first day of summer, so, you know, yeah, I'll well, cut them some slack. They'll get a streak going here and, and catch on and win that division. Well, I hope you're right, but, boy, it's sure <laughs> just not playing very well now. Maybe... Yeah. Uh, Maybe they, uh, maybe the powers to be forgot to mail them their paychecks for uh, for Ooh, June or something. I that don't know. Could well be. They probably will like those bratwurst back here in Wisconsin and uh, pick up the bats again. So, what do you have going on over there at the Stratford Market, Chair? Well, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be a summary from uh, yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start off uh, taking a look at the market cow auction on yesterday's auction. Uh, cows on a weaker trend here at the end of the week. The high-yielding uh, fleshy cows yesterday, uh, they were selling from 58 to 64. We did top in the cow market yesterday at 66 and a half. And again, uh, earlier in the week, uh, on Monday's auction, we did see some of these fancy cows up to that $70 money. Uh, the majority of the cows on yesterday's sale, your average flesh dairy cows, uh, selling from 43 to 58, your thinner planer cows, uh, $42 and below. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls are selling mostly from 73 to 87. And uh, bulls did top on Wednesday's auction at 94. We had a lot of very fancy uh, uh, Black Angus bulls on Wednesday sell from 90 up to a top, as I mentioned, 94. Lightweight bulls, $70 and below. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers on the close, mostly from 78 to 88. Selected and underfinished steers were selling 77 and back. Now in the calf market, uh, again on the calf market, uh, Holstein bull calves on a very weak market yesterday. Again, the uh, uh, best demand for bull calves is on the Monday auction and on the close yesterday. The bull calves yesterday, 85, 220 pounders, selling mostly from 40 to 85. And as I mentioned, on Monday, a lot of bull calves selling from uh, 100 up to a top of 145. Heifer calves continue to be in very poor demand, $50 and below. Beef calves, uh, mostly from 140 to 290, did top at the beef calves this week at 305. And again, uh, very limited demand for these younger plain quality calves. They sell $25 and below. Now we're going to take a look at the uh, sales schedule for next week. Uh, uh, of course, our next auction here in Stratford will be next Monday, June 24th. That'll be the Monday auction. 
Next dairy sale will be next Tuesday. That'll be at Horse Stable. That will be the 25th. Next feeder cattle sale will be in Stratford on the 26th. That's next Wednesday. Do you want to look at a little bit into July? Uh, dairy sale in July in Stratford will be on Tuesday, the uh, 2nd of July. We do have a complete herd dispersal for that sale. Again, all that information is on the website. Uh, very nice herd of cows. All the, uh, also, all the heifers coming. That will be on Tuesday, July 2nd. So, again, looking ahead just a little bit. And like I said, all the information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page for all our info. And 715-687-4101 is our phone number. And, Scott, what we have for this week from Stratford, uh, enjoy the first day of summer. And, again, you will probably update us uh, more dairy breakfast coming up this weekend, so we hope to catch a few of those also. But a lot of stuff going on now, and, uh, well, and a lot of hay being made. So maybe we have turned the corner here, and uh, we can get full bore on summer work. Yeah, that's true. And if you have that old yule tree leaning up against the house yet, throw that baby on the fire tonight and do an old-fashioned solstice summer dance, Jerry. Uh, well, that uh, <laughs> that also includes... Uh, uh, like you said, good brats and food and probably maybe just uh, one or two adult beverages, huh? That could well be. All right. Thank you so much, Jerry. We'll talk to you Monday. You bet, Scott. Enjoy the weekend, and thank you. You too. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Enrolling at Marshfield Clinic Health System, Marshfield Wausau in Chippewa Falls. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Brimmer.com. As Bob would say, the gang's all here to talk with us. We have Mark Hagedorn and Mr. Wink from Countryside Co-op waiting, standing by. But first, I'm going to give you some of the markets here. On the grain side of things, the futures for corn, July is at 453. That's up three. July oats at 283 is steady. July soybeans at 912 or down three. July soybean meal, $322.30 a ton. That's down 70 cents. And July wheat at 527 is up one. The country elevator prices on the corn side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, all are at 393. Stevens Point's at 408. Elk Mound at 402. Sparta is at 399. Ellsworth at 385 at the ethanol plants. Corn at Boyceville is 401. Stanley is at 405. And New Richmond at 399. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, all at 818. Elk Mound at 835. Sparta is at 815. And Ellsworth at 818. On the cheese side of things, 
uh, barrels of cheese ended yesterday at 172. That's up three. 40 pound blocks are at 182 and a quarter, up two and a quarter. Grade double A butter at 238 and three quarters is up one and a quarter. On the class three futures, June is at 1629, up one. July 1711, up 16. August 1738, up 15. September 1753, up 10. And those prices look to be up through December. Those markets brought to you by... Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the question for those tough jobs. Like the new M-Series loaders. More power, more performance, more comfort. There's a loader that's perfect for your job, but don't just take my word for it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, De Pere, Osseo, or Eau Claire. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time. Have you heard of snowmobile racing on the open water? Well, it's happening near you. The Menominee Lions Club welcomes back the International Watercross Association for June 22nd's weekend on Lake Menonan in Menominee. Make sure to catch all the action Saturday and Sunday for professional riders off the Wakanda Park Beach. Saturday night features street dance with music from Rattlefoot from 7 to 11. For more information, go to Facebook and search Lake Menomen Water X or LakeMenomenWaterX.com. Support the community at the third annual Lake Menomen Water X in Menominee. And don't forget your chair to enjoy all the action. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. 11 before 6 here at Wax 104.5. We have the game here. Mark Hagedorn, Eau Claire's UW Extension Agriculture Agent. Good morning. We'll start with Mark here. What do you Hi, have? Hi, Scott. How are you doing? I, I'm doing well, Mark. Good. Didn't, good good uh, to see you. Yeah, I didn't see you out at breakfast in the valley last week, but well, that, maybe I was Bob there. left you hiding in the shadows. <laughs> that's, that's generally the way it goes. You mm, know that. Well, he's just, he I, leaves all of us kind of hiding in the shadows. Ebb and flow, but breakfast yeah, yeah. in the valley went pretty well. There was, I think, about 3,500 people came through. Slightly yeah. different structure, but uh, still... Uh, a nice means to recognize some good folks Absolutely. that are involved in the dairy industry and agriculture in general. Hey, Breakfast in the Valley is one event. You have another big event coming up next year in the 2020 Farm Tech Days. The 2019 Farm Tech Days are getting real right now down in Johnson Creek. Yes, uh, Media Day is coming up Tuesday. You're going to be down there? I believe that we're going to be sending a contingency of five to seven people down to represent Eau Claire County uh, next Tuesday at Johnson Creek. Mm -hmm. And that will be sort of the uh, initial kick at the can to get the big crunch started for our show. Uh, Right. The the show in Jefferson County, for those that hadn't heard, is July 23rd, 24th, and 25th of 2019. Yep. And we will be taking a large group of people down. Uh, I believe last count I had 160 passes for people that are going. So if they haven't heard from their respective committee leaders, if they're interested or wanting to go, they should visit with them or give me a call and we'll be sure we get them 
get them into the ticket loop. So uh, yep. if you're willing to donate time and effort to help us, then <laughs> we can at least get you through the gate with no cost. Yep. When you stepped into the studio this morning, you reached across and handed me a hat off the press. Golly, it, it, the ink is almost wet on it yet. Uh, brand new brochure. That's a pretty fancy brochure for the 2020 show here in Eau Claire. Yeah, we just got, I think it was 30,000 of them sent to us on a pallet. Uh, <laughs> Andy at the extension office's eyes was bugging out. Because he, was, he had to unload them all and I, you didn't. Did I, I found something to do. My how's, back hurts. <laughs> how's that for strategic planning? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've got many of them. We're already starting to distribute uh, these fourfold brochures. If you've got any general questions about host farm and family, about uh, Eau Claire County, the executive committee, uh, the overviews of what will be going on, um, any general contact information, it's all contained within. And um, I was really uh, given a challenge by the executive committee to start uh, indicating to people that we are getting to that point where the volunteer component of this project, uh, we need to start ramping it up to the next level. Yep. We've got, uh, I think, close to 500 people signed up that are wanting to volunteer, and we're going to be sending out verifications to them, trying to fine-tune just exactly which committee they want to be involved with. But with that said, we need about a 1,000 more. Right. So uh, give me a if, call. If you're interested, give me a call. Touch base with any of the executive committee. We've got volunteer forms. We'll get you into yep. the system. And if there's one thing I can guarantee is you'll get a T-shirt out of the deal. <laughs> All right. All right. That's Mark Hagedorn, UW Extension agent at Eau Claire County. And heavy, going heavy on that Eau Claire County 2020 Farm Technology Days. Country Jam USA, celebrating our 30th anniversary with Keith Thurman, Jay Goen, Toby Keith, Baron Morris. Country Jam USA, sponsored in part by Senex, July 18th through the 20th in Eau Claire. Our biggest and most exciting jam ever. Go to CountryJamWI.com for tickets and camping information. That's CountryJamWI.com. Three incredible days, 30 years in the making. Country Jam USA. 2019 marks 100 seasons of pro football, and you could be a part of history. Ride the bus with us in St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake to catch the first game at Lambeau Field this season. Minnesota, Green Bay, noon kickoff, September 15th. Division rivals battling it out in this early season contest. Don't worry about paying for the gas or parking because you get to ride in style on a Cobus and Coach bus. And before we head into the game, we're tailgating at the Bart Star Tailgate Party. Just visit 715store.com now and grab your tickets before it's too late. 5.54 a.m. We have Brent Wink in the studio with us. We'll talk with him in a minute. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. With Mother Nature finally cooperating with our growing crops, it's that time of year to think about nitrogen side dress applications to your corn. As the temperatures increase and soil moisture is plentiful, one main concern with nitrogen applications is ammonia volatization. 
or in simple terms, losing your nitrogen to the air. The agronomists at Countryside Cooperative want you to know that nitrogen loss can be a serious problem, impacting yield potential and your ROI. But wait, they have the perfect answer for you. Agritain Advanced. With the addition of Agritain to your urea fertilizer, you're getting two weeks or longer protection from ammonia volatization. Remember with untreated urea and no rainfall, up to 40% of nitrogen loss is due to volatization. Everyone wants to get rid of that half inch of rain to work it in, but the corn crop is growing well. The grain market is seeing some strength, so don't cheat on your corn crop. Make sure to tell your agronomist at Countryside Cooperative to add Agritain to your urea for your side dress applications and to protect your investment. Today I'm here at Wax 104.5. We have Brent Wink with the Countryside Co-op Update in the studio. Good morning, Brent. Good morning, Scott. And, you know, we have uh, a lot of planting that probably got late. And what's the deal with the latest on uh, the prevent planting, uh, prevented planting rule? Yeah, abs- absolutely. There's, you know, certain pockets that didn't get the crop in the ground and prevent plant Acres were kind of treated differently, and and actually yesterday it was announced they changed uh, what we could do because of the kind of the feed shortages and things like that. But for a full prevent plant payments, we used to have to wait till June 25th for planting, and then harvest it after November 1st, and it could not leave the field uh, being chopped. It had to leave the field as bales or baleage or uh, something like that. For this year only, I'm being told, RMA made the decision that uh, we still have to wait till June 25th for planting those acres, but we're going to be able to remove the crop September 1st, and the crop will be able to be uh, baled, baleage, or chopped, so haylage or you know something like that. So that definitely opens up a lot more opportunities. You know, I know there's there's quite a few acres in certain areas and. There's a, a still a ton of different options, whether it's sorghum sedan grass or ryegrass or clovers or hundreds of different things that uh, people can look at. One of the challenges is a lot of those small grains and a lot of our options have been uh, depleted quite a bit because of all the winter kill and things that we had had. But, so we're fast uh, approaching the June 25th date. 